Enjoy the show. Play on the tango. I don't think a colonoscopy is the way to go about getting a nickel out. John Stewart playing John Stewart? That just makes sense. With no schmuckle heads. <laughs> no schmuckle heads allowed. This fucking engine is goddamn unreal. I know that's why they made it the name, but holy fuck. Oregon Trail. Everyone played, I played oh, that yeah. Everyone played that one. You've got dysentery. Projangers and wall hangers. We were just joking as you link your audio. We were just joking that uh, I'm sorry you have to call him back. That projangers and wall hangers. We do not allow sick time. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We're a small independent company, and uh, you know we're understaffed. So unfortunately, this is how we start off the podcast with the uh, first official write up here. Uh, no sick time. <laughs> Number three hundred and twelve. Starting off with a cough. On that note, fuck off. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you here. Good to have you here. Oh, we missed good you, buddy. Real quick, you know, I, want, I just want to say, uh, Connor's like, you sound like Darth Vader. So then I immediately go, like, you do not understand the power of the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this is where you get a bunch of those, like, ad reads off of Google, and you just start, you just start recording, like, uh, you know, like a Tide commercial, like coming if, through to a movie theater near you. Yeah, like movie ad reads and different yeah. shit, and you just pop that shit on five or like, I was sick while recording this. Like, could you be sick doing this? <laughs> now uh, on, Google, on, on that man's Google search history, hentai cephalopod porn. <laughs> it was the thumbnail that made me click it, not the title. Um. <laughs> But this is the 312th Bird Bird Jaggers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation of, of course, the Triforce Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Matthew Bugrill, the Matman. And to my left in the Perjanger box is one Christopher Bristow, the old man. Maybe popping in is our Iron Kelly. I know he was trying to hop in here. And, of course, our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother Stephen Bugrill. And I need to give a shout out real quick. My doctor, uh, John Tay, I saw him. He yeah. Telehealth. He works at Penn Medicine. Um, wonderful dude. Once he saw my setup in the background, he's just like, hey, you guys do a podcast. So hopefully yeah. he's watching. Thank you, Dr. John. We always um, appreciate the views. We do have a viewer uh, out there watching. When, he gets, uh, when, he gets, when hey. life starts settling down, he might join in. So, Hey, man. Always go. welcome. Love to have a doctor. Yeah, you know, we 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 accept everybody here, man. That's that's what we do. <clears throat> that but, we uh, do. And of course, we may even have a doctor in the future because tonight, Obi Wan's battle against Sand, the Doctor's Dragon yeah. Egg, an Unreal train station, and so much more on the Triforce podcast. Um, we want you to hop over to Purjangers and Wallhangers dot well. Our website, pjnwh.com, where I will be popping up last week's Triforce podcast after this podcast, just so ever so slightly behind because of Mother's Day and a whole bunch of stuff. We're doing coming back with uh, strong lug nuts this Sunday. Yes. I'm going to be streaming on uh, Walljanger Gaming on Sunday. We're going to get Big Brother back into that Elden Ring groove and getting everybody the content that you love. So, yep, Connor turned six yesterday. So, you're happy oh, birthday to my. Oh. My well, one punch you, uh, buddy. Goddamn right. Zone yesterday. Hey. Yeah. No, Amanda's like, watching. The cuckle I mean, she is. Way, uh, my back is saying, oh, no. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, you, you start working out, and all of a sudden you think you're a young kid. Uh, no, no. I just did it for him. Jump into the foam pit. You know? Okay. He twisted your you arm and one. forced you to jump into the foam pit. Is that what you're saying here right now? Hey, withholding hands. Hey, all right, all right. Hands. Literally, that is the metaphorical little kid gun to your head. Holding hands no, into on, the foam Daddy. pit. Can you do this with me? Yeah, you can't say no all to right, that so face. Birthday. On his birthday, especially, yeah, you can't say no to that face. You never had a chance, man. You never had a chance. Yeah, yeah, I never. I, I, I lost that battle walking in the door, man. You did, you did, man. But, uh, <clears throat> just such such crazy shit. But I did 
absolutely want to give Connor a, a happy birthday shout out on the podcast today because May is a fucking podcast full of birthdays. Especially projanger wise, we have our Iron Kelly, who was yesterday, which we spoke last night. I had to one up you because you had these awesome happy birthday shout outs to Kelly. And I was like, how can I, how can I one up him? You put that on the, you put that on there on the post. So me and, uh, me and uh, Kelly here, our cardboard Kelly wished our iron Kelly a very happy birthday because so, uh, for those you he's the light know, and glue of our podcast. For those that you don't know um, that are still tuning in, I posted up uh, in that happy birthday post the Cackle of Kelly's episode on YouTube, episode 146. Mm-hmm. So it is available on that post and it will direct you to it. I told the story to my new coworker and I showed because I was showing uh, Ultimate Wall Jagger, Megan Kinney. I was showing her the picture of Kelly, and she was cracking up. So then I had to fill the new coworker into the story of gaining this cackle of Kelly's that we have. We only show this yeah. one because it's the best one, but we we do need to get back to getting some more improved uh, Kelly's. Um, but I told her about the ride three blocks over here to where all of the neighbors had to decide that fucking moment to be outside or walking down the street and look at me like like a a hurricane fucking weirdo um and you're the weirdo what you doing neighbor (laughs) what you you know a weird guy in a fedora with a bunch of cardboard cutouts of the same guy don't you know you know what i don't want to know i don't want to know i ain't gonna try that upper register i sound like i smoked a pack of virginia slims you know what? You just go you for the what? diner. The diner. You know what? Yeah. Come here. My name's Betty. I like long walks in the park and fresh flowers. You go for the like the old like old timer jokes and like the uh, the diner waitress that smokes two packs of Virginia Slims a day, and you go for those jokes and you'll fucking kill. I'm telling you. And we 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 uh, solve your, your well. We put uh, on your wounds. We put iodine. Mm. That old nurse, she's been there yeah. forever. Like, I remember when you were yeah. 12. Yeah, I, I remember when I was a boy. <laughs> you put iodine on your, on, your, on your cuts. It made you grow hair on your chest. I remember when I was in, like, second grade, for whatever reason, I swallowed a nickel, and the teacher just looks at me, and she's like, uh, go to the nurse? And then, her, <laughs> and then I go to the nurse. And the nurse is like, what does she want me to do? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> this is a fucking elementary school. <laughs> All right, Doc, I'm going in. Open your <laughs> mouth. I'm going in. <laughs> like, it's either one way or the other. And no, I don't no, think she's going to get one of those grabber things. Like, I don't think little, she's uh, qualified. Probably with, with the claws, you 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 have to do that little thing, and you have to maneuver yeah, it. Yeah, it's like you're a fucking plumber snake. Yeah, <laughs> I got a plumber snake. Kid, hold still. I don't think a colonoscopy is the way to go about getting a nickel out because no, I got to tell you, about like a month, right before the X-ray, best shit of my life. But to this day, best shit student. of my life. All right, never a, a problem student. again after that. Use the metal prongs. <laughs> As long as I get some sedation beforehand. A lot like most people will need before they hit that contact us button. Do you want to be an advertiser? Yeah, I do. It it is a possibility. It's the colonoscopy link here. We have one company that absolutely loves our shit, A-plus catering and events. We talk about them every single fucking week, and our... Some of our most recent fucked up <laughs> bad segments, they they laughed, they, they loved, love they I, enjoyed I, I it the wholeheartedly. They're great. They're great people. But, we'll uh, talk about them later. I'm going to go get some rest, fellas. Yeah, man. Um, rest up. Show. Thank you for stopping by. You're always appreciated, buddy. Uh, love you guys. Suck on a lozenge, man. Yeah, I have, have, some, uh, have some tea. I meant that as dirty as possible. She wants some ginger root. It's, it's Mega Man. She went from suck to blow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Title of the podcast. Thank you. And you're no now allowed to leave. Scene.
Love you guys. See yeah, you. man. Oh, God, that was awesome. So we go on to our first story, which, of course, Green Lantern, Beware My Power trailer, reveals Jon Stewart, voiced by Aldous Hodge. Wouldn't it be funny if they got Jon Stewart? <laughs> to do Jon Stewart? Voiced so by Jon Stewart. That would be fantastic. Oh, that'd be so great. There's a trailer below. Why did we get Jon Stewart to do it? Well... I mean, why not? His name is John Stewart. Playing John Stewart—that just makes sense. Like John like Stewart. Uh, it's below that. Uh, these goddamn videos delaying, making me look like a fucking liar for a minute. You know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> is there a trailer? <laughs> there is a trailer. So, and there's music on, but. Warner Brothers just unveiled a new trailer for the newest edition of the DC Animated Universe, Green Lantern, Beware My Power, which will focus on the discharged Marine Jon Stewart as he wrestles with the power and responsibility of legitimately suddenly becoming a Green Lantern. Uh, the animated film was announced in October 2021 during the DC fandom alongside a slate of other films that, and will be released on 4K, Blu-ray, and digital on July 26th. 2022. So, the trailer kicks off by showing John as he confusingly approaches Justice League members, uh, where a mishap quickly unfolds and reveals John to oh, be simple. in a Green that Lantern suit. Right here, I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, boom. Does it get any better? The film includes heroes such as Green Arrow, Ma Martian Manhunter, Vixen, Adam Strange, not that strange, uh, and more. We then cut to John noticing a ship crash landing on Earth and only finding that it's one of the Guardians of the Universe, an alien race in charge of the Green Lantern Corps, who suddenly passes away after meeting John Stewart. The Guardian's ring rises, selects John as his new bearer because he possessed the singular will required. Okay. Trailer then reveals the film's main antagonist, Sinestro, of course. Sinestro, of course? Yeah. None other. We see Green Arrow and a whole bunch of different heroes here. Um, All about the green. So How about a Green Lantern movie? Who are we going to have? Uh, add everyone who's green. Also getting hints of previous Green Lantern, Hal Jordan's death in this trailer as well. Okay. So Hal Jordan died, which in the comics he died. He became the Black Lantern. He came back. Came, became a Green Lantern again. Like... Death. He was a stripper for one point, you know, and a woman. But and they death and back. occupation There's mean nothing in the DC universe. At least you know okay. for Green Lantern, for Hal Jordan, you for know. most He's superheroes, a, they're open minded. Superman died. Batman was blind at one point. He was he. They broke his back. Yeah. Um. He died. I think once or twice. I know he died once with the Court of Owls, and that was a newer storyline. So he at least died like. Couple times, people die and then they come back to life. Jesus wasn't the only one. All right, DC, DC Universe. Yeah, that was popular. You know, it was it was like getting you know selective surgery. Okay, maybe not that frequent, but Green Lantern: Beware My Power is set to release on 4K July 26, twenty twenty two. So. Definitely got to keep an eye out for this one. The animated universe in DC just knocks it out of the park every time. And actually getting that John Stewart origin, you know, DC animated universe treatment, I think is needed because everybody just remembers him just popping up one day on the fucking Justice League, you know? And it wasn't about Hal Jordan. It was about John Stewart. And then he became the most popular Green Lantern. And, you know, it, it, there's definitely multiple different humans to where the rest of the galaxy is like, hey, why is there like seven fucking human Green Lanterns over there? We got one. Because we're the shit. It's like the Senate, you know? <laughs> the, or not the Senate, the uh, Congress. Okay. Because they Senate's too. The Congress, you could have like, you know, California, or then you could have like Rhode Island. Okay. It varies how many senators you get. Well, representatives you get. Is but it, is that just like? It's just like the representation in this next story because it represents a little bit of hope. Obi-Wan Kenobi drops an official trailer below as reported by Collider as the other two previous stories. Uh, 
the trailer is the second that we have seen about the miniseries, which is set to debut May 27th, 2022 on Disney Plus in the United States. The show was originally set to premiere on the 25th, but the 25th being the 45th anniversary of the release of A New Hope and continues to build the legacy uh, upon the character's original storyline. Obi-Wan Kenobi would have uh, had a star cast even if it stopped at Ewan McGregor and Hay- uh, Hayden Christensen. Luckily, the regular season cast is stacked with other talented cast members. Rupert Friend will be in all six episodes of the miniseries as the Grand Inquisitor. Joel Edgerton, Bonnie P- uh, Pacey, I said that wrong, will be returning to the Star Wars universe to reprise their roles as Owen and Baru Lars. So they will be in all six episodes as well. Uh, Most Ingram will be Moses Ingram will be deba- uh, debuting as the new Inquisitor Reva, and will be joined by Song Kang as the fifth brother, rounding out the most of the regulars of the Inquisitors this season. So, <clears throat> Camilla Jamani, it should be mentioned that him, uh, Simon Kessel, uh, Benny Sandidi, Maya uh, Maya. Erskine and O'Shea Jackson Jr. are listed as season regulars, appearing in all six episodes in the miniseries as well. So they have kept a lot of roles very secret on this. Obi-Wan Kenobi is set, and I saw another article pretty much saying why this show is important. Because Obi-Wan is awesome? There was a, a part in Return of the Jedi to where... Vader is talking to Luke, and he has, like, a little bit more insight into Obi-Wan's feelings on him turning into, like, Sith and that whole process than it has been led on to that point to where I feel like that's why. And they said there's a reason why we have it 10 years after the return of the or uh, Revenge of the Sith because it's right in between New Hope, Revenge of the Sith. This is the exact spot. It's the G spot in the Star Wars universe to where you can have a really good, fully fleshed out Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Ewan McGregor has also teased a Fallen Order tie-in to where maybe we see Cal? That would be great. I mean, Cameron Moynihan. He runs into him. He would definitely be up for it. The guy's a nerd. He's a Star Wars fan. I know he'd be up for that shit. So maybe they're fucking Luke Skywalker in this shit, and they're keeping him secret for Obi-Wan Kenobi to where that's where they fucking stick the finger up your butt in season six, or episode six of the season, rather. Where that's where we see Cal come in and fucking save Obi-Wan, and and then he just goes about his merry fucking way. Cal is, yeah, Cal. Because then that could lead into the next game. Yeah, that'd be great. That's a fucking perfect tie-in for Star Wars. If they wanted, and they said they want to have some kind of interconnectivity between the games and the stories. So that would be a perfect fucking idea. Star Wars, call us. Disney, we're good. Um, But awesome idea, just like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, it's coming out the 27th. We're seeing two of the fucking six episodes right off the bat. So it's going to be an, an enormous uh you know, just kind of treat. So we'll see how it turns out. Right. A lot like this next story. House of Dragon. Latest trailer brings Westeros' most powerful houses together. So through House Targaryen will still be, uh, still hold much power in that HBO's up. that? Hmm? It didn't, it cut out. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, no, I was about to say, that's like a minute trailer. That's not, (laughs) this ain't no teaser. 15 seconds, like, okay, now we're getting something. The upcoming House of Dragons series. Sorry, that's all I'm ever going to see. Yeah, I know. He's fucking doctor. But you're still an awesome actor. Oh, he's amazing. Take away from you. And especially because he is, you know, uh, the infamous uh, Targaryen that everybody knows as the Conqueror. So he is Papa Targaryen in this. You know, the mm-hmm. mythical legendary Targaryen. What was it? Uh, what was that name of that one Targaryen? Uh, Aegon. 
He's Aegon the Conqueror. That's who hey, he is. Hey, there you go. Fuck, man, I pulled that out of a nowhere memory. Anyway, um, I'm excited for this because, you know, it's telling the story, uh, uh, the stories of fire and blood, which was a great little kind of almost like a history channel kind of book to where it's just kind of hitting those keynotes in history and the known, you know, uh, quotes of the era and it going about how Westeros' history went real quickly in a nice summary. Oh, okay. It's a really good book. And this is just expanding on that to where, I mean, when you've read the books and stuff, now having that short brief synopsis of just knowing, like, fence posts, where the story's going, and then having them, them having that creative freedom of, like, yeah, well, we're going to correct that in the back end where they're just going to smear that guy's name, but he really, he did this. There's a lot of really interesting stuff that you can do with that. A Viserys target, King Viserys Targaryen. Princess Rhaena Targaryen and Prince Daemon Targaryen. And they all came from, um, what was it, the fall of, uh, damn, I'm trying to pull way too much Game of Thrones knowledge out of my head after so long. Uh, Valeria. So they all came, it's, you know, starting pretty much fall of Valeria. They're moving into Westeros, like, moving on up, no death touch. And they pretty much conquer everything, you know. Fuck it, Targaryen ways. So, it looks good just from the way it is. We don't have those two schmuckleheads running the show, so maybe we can actually get a good, coherent story that is going to fully please everybody this time. Uh, with no schmuckleheads. <laughs> no schmuckleheads allowed. I need that on a t-shirt. Um, but nothing says Targaryen like inbreeding. It creates the perfect opportunity for their con- uh, convening rivals from houses Stark, Valerian and Lannister to make plays for the Iron Throne and destroy the true source of the ruling family's might, their magic-winged beasts, the dragons. More dragons. Especially that one... There's this one badass fucking uh, dragon. Valerius. He's just like a fucking beast. In the in the history in uh, Westeros in that book, it's just I can't wait till they just see we just see like this fucking Godzilla ass fucking dragon out of nowhere, and then one <laughs> Matt Smith's fucking riding that dragon. He ain't gotta chase the dragon. He's riding that dragon. That's a different metaphor. Um, but we're gonna check out House of Dragon as it hits HBO Max on August twenty first. We're also going to check out this next story because Westworld season four has a new trailer and a June release date. Space polygon open. And then you want to really? Wow. Damn. Polygon. <laughs> I take that the fuck back. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Fucking fucks. Yeah. I just want to full screen it. We see Evan, Rachel Wood, Jeffrey Wright, Ed Harris and Thawiti Newton, Tessa Thompson, Aaron Paul, and more will all be back for this new episodes of the fourth season of Westworld. It's starting to air on June 26th. Um, last season was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, God damn, man. If there wasn't so much good TV, I'd to go back and watch them all. But this is one of those shows so that long. you go yeah. to HBO Max for, though. You know? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. It has that kind of... Remember the early days of Netflix to where they start first started producing their content and they didn't give a fuck? Mm-hmm. They were like, you're like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. It's that kind of content with fucking Westworld. A couple shows they have. like Last, the, last season, they were really starting to build outside the park. It was, it was mm-hmm. really, really good. And if you haven't seen it, you really... Now's the time oh. to catch up. Oh, man, because that's where human humanity is You can just, going. like, binge, like, mm-hmm. up to season, what is it, four? Uh, up to, uh, well, up to the end of season three, yeah, because yeah. season four, June 26th. I mean, last season's story, it took a bit of a detour from the park to focus more on the outside world, but I think that was the best choice for it because we already saw a little bit of, like, oh, they have, like, a whole bunch of kinks that you can go to, well, well parks that you can go to to satisfy your kink, rather. And it, it it was really nice seeing that, but now seeing the outside world and how that technology yeah. led to that being a place for you to go for entertainment.
was really nice to see. So ha- seeing just, we see the man in black again. We see a bunch of stuff in this trailer that just makes me believe they're just blending both, like all that shit together more and more, you know. And it, I think we're really in for a treat this season because yeah, it just be great. looks great. Oh, especially Tessa Thompson. She does such a good fucking job on that show. Oh, yeah. But somebody else who may be doing a good job, it's this next story. Because not Dr. What, but Dr. Who. We have a new doctor among us. Shuti Gatwa is set to star as the 14th doctor. Uh-huh. Who's the writer? Fourteenth season. Um, well, oh. <clears throat> Russell T. Davies is the showrunner. He's, he's, he's from. Didn't he's from Neck uh, Eccleson and uh, 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 David Tennant era. All right, as long as the guy's going to get a chance, I don't think Jodie Whittaker was ever really given a chance. That's to, the like, thing, man. Show her like do the doctor stuff. She was like, she's given a flat note. It was I, there's nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't like uh, Jodie Whittaker as the doctor did have the perfect volleyball setup. Oh, yeah, she was great to just be spiked down on that. But they just kind of waited too long, and I don't know what they did. It just it, yeah. it was like an uncoordinated nerdy kid trying to play volleyball. You don't know how the volleyball got into the fifth story balcony behind you, but it happened. Yeah, I don't know. But I think, like, just a whole bunch of stories saying, like, the first black doctor. No, this is a, a per- first no, off, sex woman. education star. Um, and the woman uh, from woman. last season, yeah. she was actually the first black doctor. Let's not fucking go and do that goddamn game. She was the first one if you want to be goddamn technical. Okay. Although she could come after. No, she was definitely before. Yeah, she was before because of the timeless child arc. So, and then having Russell T. Davies, even if he sees it even if we see it as like having russell t davies come in here like jj abrams in you know star wars 9 to where all right gotta tie up all this loose ends and get shit moving i think that russell t davies is the right person to helm this ship especially with a new doctor and this is going to be something that to where even if you know this actor it's something that he's a fan he's going to be putting his all into it and when you have two fans of Russell T. Davies and Shuti Gatwa as being, you know, in this game, I think that we have a good, fresh start for Doctor Who. And I trust Russell T. Davies because you look at what he did with uh, Christopher Eccleston's run on the Doctor Who series. It was one season, and it was fucking amazing. The yeah. same thing with David Tennant. They were shorter series to where David Tennant had... I think maybe you could consider it three seasons and movies, but yeah, there was, yeah, you know, two and parters. They were kind of movies. It wasn't like necessarily a set companion. It was interesting. It was oh, yeah. this is the Doctor going through time, baby. Keep up or fucking stay back there. And that's oh, yeah. where we got Jack Hartness, Rose Tyler, yeah, fucking Mickey, classic, man. Well, great classic characters. characters. And Fantastic. that's not to take away from Stephen Moffat, but Chris Chibnall really didn't do much. I mean, we haven't seen the pirate thing, but nothing fucking splashed out to me like those other seasons. Yeah. The bootstrap one. Mm-hmm. That one. Seriously. Oh, perfect. Blew your freaking mind. Yeah. There are certain Doctor Who episodes, and a lot of them, unfortunately, were just between Russell T. Davies and... um. Uh, Stephen Moffat. That other guy. Chris Chibnall. I mean, I don't know what happened there. I would love a docu-series telling me how this didn't go because they had all the right elements to success for this doctor of Jodie Whittaker. I mean, then you had the whole Captain Jack thing to where he kind of got like me too'd but it, it was like a weird thing and he got canceled and all this i don't know but i think there's a lot of weird different elements that came involved with us getting this fresh reboot you know sure. acknowledging everything in the past but moving forward in the true doctor who fashion with change and a good story hopefully so that's really 
the A-plus idea that we need to take into account. A lot like this next story with A-plus catering and events. You can find them at aplusCaterers.com, and you hop over to the gallery, you're going to see all of their amazing dishes as well as sample menus to where you can kind of get a flavor of what you're going to see at your next office party or event. They are highly skilled in the craftsmanship that is equal to deliciousness. Apparently with individual syrup. Yeah, man, that's the the only way. Syrup. You inject the syrup into the fucking waffle, man? No, I think you you take it out and you squeeze it. Oh, you in... Oh, that's oh, an end of it. I thought it was like a fucking like IV drip of syrup. Because there's only like, there's like, all right, it's a waffle. Like it had a heart monitor, an IV drip. That waffle's not looking good. He's going to go any you, day. You pull it out and you just beep, squirt it on. Beep. You know what? That makes so much more sense. Because they see, I see a bunch of those little things in all their pictures. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like a slow you drip or? You squirt, squirt. Yeah, a little squirt, squirtle. All over your food. The way I water the plants. No, it's just a little squirt squirtle all over your food. And of course, the most delicious delicatessens could be just a click away if you hop on over here to aplusCaterers.com. And of course, type in keyword justice for 0% off. Something else that's going to be justified. It's our next story. Because it's not coming out on PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, but it's coming out on PlayStation 5, Xbox X, and S, and PC Master Race Gotham <laughs> Knights reveals a gameplay trailer with Red, uh, Red Nightwing. With Nightwing and the Red Hood, you will find below. Cool. I mean, it is like a 13-minute fucking trailer. But there's a lot of really good footage in it um, that you could kind of take away. And then you get to take away that ad box. <laughs> and then you just take away that ad box and it's 100% better. Gotham Knights. So, first off, it has that Arkham Knight feel to the gameplay. Yeah, Gotham's got to feel seedy somehow. Yeah. It's got to be like Seattle. This is crime happening here. I yeah, Seattle. It. <laughs> this is Seattle. That's essentially what it turned into. But in-game working footage, that's some, which artwork. is still great. And then you look, see the light in the cathedral right here. Obviously, Batman's dead. Um, we see our goons getting into no good. And Where then Nightwing. The it's Gotham, man. What the fuck are the police ever doing? They're just betting on the superheroes to goddamn do the work. Once the vigilantes took over, they're just like, you know what? Fuck oh, you. You do, do it. What do we got here? Uh-huh. Watch when he jumps off the fucking, off this little perch here. I got a jet glider. That is okay. on every little boy's wish list right now. A little jet glider. Yeah, that, 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 that does look awesome. Boom. You see what I'm saying? Just look, this yeah, one battle good. scene where you have so, Nightwing jumping between two different enemies on opposite sides of the roof, fucking them both up, and his just his combat of the, that the gymnastic, combat like aerobatical, uh, you know. Yeah, he interacts with the uh, the enemies quite a bit different. Than Red Hood, uh, jump Spider Man. You gotta you gotta give him some what way of getting around he, the city. Um, I don't know if that's even that? comic canon, but he's stomping a dude's head on the ground. So that's Red yeah. Hood. He just curb stomped a dude from a fucking gr- floating green pa- lily pad. <laughs> so, and then uh, you yeah, have I don't know about that <laughs> jumping ability there, but. Uh, Okay, I'm going to just go hop away now. Oh, he's the heavy. Yeah, he's the heavy. And then Nightwing, boom, boom, bang, bang, with his collie sticks, just fucking teeing off on everybody. Where Nightwing seems like that really nice kind of fun aerobatic, like uh, acrobatic. That's the word I was thinking of. Would you believe he grew up in a circus? Yeah, because he just let that guy fall off the fucking uh, roof like his parents fell. Batman here. (laughs) And fucking Red Hood, he is just bang, 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 b
And the death toll in Gotham is raised since Red Hood's back. Like, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, damn, I went through another clip already, huh? Oh, well, Batman's paying for it. Took his credit card. But there's a lot of really good gameplay. Just even this right now is just enough to say that, you know, the there's a lot of premise here. The graphics look good. The gameplay just looks like just that Arkham style. It reminds me of, the, like, that Arkham Origins, the Gotham right, Knights. Nice, uh... And then we have my pet peeve of the video. You get the guy. I get. I get it. Uh, you got to show the damage. You got to show him fucking up and getting damaged. How about you get the goddamn professional on the fucking sticks when you're throwing, showing me the first gameplay trailer? Like, I don't want you to. Like, I get it. You're going to have damage effects. We can just move on. Make it good. Like that right there, that's fucking badass. Even that's if it's just a little cool. cut scene, you got fucking Red Hood being, well, bang, 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 bang. He's just a little bit flat. It looks like when it oh, comes to limited ammo, huh? Oh yeah, of course. He's got Batman's credit card. It's probably just for the demo. You will have a limited ammo. <laughs> Your ammo Maybe. will be limited. Or it's like uh, you'll have like the special bullets kind of thing. Or it's like uh, in uh, it's something you have to collect every Red Hood dildo or whatever he collects. We're not going to just, I mean, maybe he collects but dildos. Whatever. I don't know. He hides them over the city because that's what superheroes do. They think the city is their place to hide everything. It's like, why are you always You know what? Spider-Man, Spider-Man had, like, backpacks Spider- yeah, of shit backpacks all over everywhere. the place. Like, don't you ever go home, bro? Oh, I got, like, clothes, a superhero get-up, memories. Phone, I keep memories money, on billboard. Passport. Like, he has spider, sp- fucking Spider-Man go-bags all over the city. Like, he, is Spider-Man, like, in Witness, Witsack? Like, what's going on here? You know how you store stuff at the office? Gotta have a grab bag! Everywhere. His office is the city. <laughs> this is a really long demo. It is. It's like 13 city minutes. City interactive mechanics. Oh, yeah. Like and a, then this is a fast travel. This is just Dick walking around his place. <clears throat> yeah. I'm doing Dick. Not doing dick at all. And then Court of Owls, our main baddies. We see Nightwing here. Fucking him up. And the the Labyrinth from the comics, which I'm totally down for a Court of Owls game. I mean, I've said this through multitude, like hundreds of podcasts right now. But Mr. Bang Bang. I still think Mr. Bang Bang is a little bit flat. See, uh, here. You know, at least from this. 11 in this case. Like, I get his thing is guns. I'd like to at least let him pistol whip somebody as a fu- There you go. All right. Yeah. He pistol whips. Never He's mind. He's pistol whipping. He's a pistol whipping motherfucker. It's like, uh... Ooh, the Talon. Yeah, that's a dead guy. They were just like, they juiced him up, like, on fucking superhero steroids and shit. He kills everybody who's, uh, the court of owls don't like. And, of course, the court, you don't know who's on the court until you fucking kill him. And then you're like, nah, I knew that motherfucker's on the court. He had an owl mask. I mean, I know you're not going to have your owl mask in your front room, but, like, I mean, some modern technology. You could see who has a motherfucking uh, he's owl He's not mask. dead yet. I'm not okay. dead yet. Well, anyway, he will eventually kill We got, him. there we go. He killed him in the end. There you go. But we have a lot of really great footage in this trailer. It's 13 minutes. Feel free to go through and fucking enjoy all of it because it really looks like a really good game. I know I was at, holding out my hopes for, like, ah, oh, man, you know, maybe this could be good. At least on my level, I will be enjoying this game when it does eventually launch. I believe they're shooting for a 2022 or early 2023 release date on this. Um, But Gotham Knights, a game in the Batman universe with no Batman. I didn't think I would be as excited for after watching this trailer. Like, yeah, man, I will totally, I'm fucking totally buying this. I'm totally down. October 25th, that's when you'll find it. On PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC, man. But if you like that story, drop your socks and grab your cocks because this next story is going to fuck your mind. Unreal 5 Engine should never look this good. You're going to want to full screen this bitch. Holy, that's 
That's not real, by the way. This is it is a real place to where this is a train station, Ichio uh, Daimon Station in Japan. But the video you are watching, get rid of the projector box. The video you are watching right now is not a actual like you are looking at me video. This is all in-game, Unreal 5 captured footage, and it was made by one yeah, motherfucking man. Yeah, but you're doing objects. Look at it, though, man. It you can't tell me that good. that is fucking creepy how on it is. Now, when they get to the night portion in, like, a couple seconds right here, or, oh, no, after this part, they get to the night section, and it's off a bit on the on the actual... You know, a flashlight. But even right here, when you're inside the viewpoint, how it looks differently from when he's outside, this fucking engine is goddamn unreal. I know that's why they made it the name, but holy fuck. Yeah, it looks neat. I had this video playing when I was at work. Yeah, and I asked, some, I asked some mechanics walking by. <laughs> like right here. Game night. Right here is video game night. This is where, right oh, here. The flashlight. Exactly. This is where they lose the, you. You lost me with the lights. No light to lights. But dude, either, so. normal sunlight. Ho- they're a while out. They're a little bit. Not. I won't even say a while, but at least a little bit. And this is one game. Not even like Here a, a team of people. This is like one guy doing this on Unreal. Everybody's fucking around with this thing. But as good as this looks, though, man, better at de- during the day. I will say that. But at night. It oh, still looks, it's don't get me wrong. It still, it still looks a, really good. A vast jump forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. The stuff they're doing with the fucking it's just studying light and how it affects the objects that you actually see and how you perceive it. And then they're doing all this fucking equations and shit with their computers. Not them. Um, but they're doing all this shit. And now you have one guy able to just turn on the Unreal 5 engine and you can just fucking have a realistic horror game if you want to. Um, along the lines of, like, Rain or, like, fucking, uh, what's that one? Um, the one with the... Dead Space. Yeah. Uh, Not the one where your weapon was a flashlight. Go away, monster. I got a flashlight. Alan Wake. And maybe Alan Wake would look better in that trailer for the Unreal. Because, dude, that daytime footage really fucking sold me of, like, whew. Most of the games you play are set during the day, man. You guys got yeah, some yeah, time. Yeah. You can work this shit out. You got that, That's fucking impressive. I mean, especially. That just means I'm going to expect all that more. Oh, yeah, man. You're like, ugh, the shadows are fucking glitching. Can't you get a shadow right, Bethesda? Like, oh, I'm so sorry that that Mona Lisa looked a small pixel out. Uh, uh, we apologize. Here's a free refund. That's going to be the future, maybe. Probably not. But in the future, you'll probably see this one next story as well as a bunch of other stories in the Gaming Hall of Fame because we got the 2022 list and Ocarina of Time headlines it. Yeah, it was a classic game. It was great. Uh, you still, as soon as you hear the name Ocarina of Time, you can still hear that intro music. <laughs> I still remember that dragon battle. Oh, you got to smash it when it comes up the hole. Like yes. Uh, whack ball. Yes. In the fire temple. Yeah. Yeah, man. The fucking water temple to where you had to literally, you had to have that either the strategy guide or the fucking uh, go to the internet and print out. <laughs> Print. The internet wasn't portable back then. Get off the internet. I need to use the phone. That days, man. Those days. And, oh, it was so good. But we got a list. Tatris. 2022 includes 32 games. Mm. So, Oregon Trail. We got Super Mario Brothers, Pac-Man being in there, World of Warcraft, Doom, Pong. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Those are classic. Legend of Zelda. Oregon Trail. Everyone played. I played. Oh, that yeah. One. Everyone played that one in school. You've got dysentery. What's that? Not good. Teacher, what's dysentery? You died. That's the all Sims. You, you died. 
You died. The, the original. Oh, what a classic. Oh, that was such a good fucking game, man. Sonic the Hedgehog. Space Invaders. Oh, my God. What, what was it you, you always told me that dad was just like, he's always saying we gave too much. This coming from the guy who stayed up late paying Space Invaders all night. <laughs> but it's a classic game, man. Those classic Donkey Kong? Street Fighter? Halo Combat Evolved, Street Fighter 2, Donkey Do you remember? Kong, Pokemon, not all of them. You remember going Just over? Red and Green. Um, Pub Up Bucharel's house, and then playing the fucking Atari in the bottom with Pitfall in the fucking basement. I, like I Pitfall had, and a couple other of the Atari before games. Before you were around, I so had awesome. one of those. I believe it. Minecraft. Donkey Kong, Pokemon Red mm-hmm. and Green. Super Mario Kart was a great game. Even the original one. Yeah, it came out, yeah. and the N sixty four was kind of like that pinnacle. And now we get like the Wii U, uh, the Weverse, and all that shit that they're now doing with the uh, uh, Mario Kart, to where even everybody else is like starting to like put different pop culture characters on, you know, golf cart or not golf carts, go karts, and fucking making that a game. But that's their thing, you know. Yeah. We Tomb don't kick Raider, shit. amazing game, the original Tomb Raider, action adventure puzzle. You know, you had shooting, you had fucking to really use your brain to figure out the level. It was it was entertaining, and I really enjoyed that one. Microsoft Solitaire? Minecraft? Dude, who hasn't played Solitaire? That fucking game. You go to any computer, and you could at least kill time playing Solitaire. Animal Crossing Starcraft. Yeah. Flight Simulator. In all its 8-bit glory. I remember that. On the computer in the in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Pop on Flight Simulator, and it was fucking pixelated as shit. It looked like... Oh, yeah. By we have standards. an idea for a CGI scene. It was that bad. Yeah, with... Uh, it, he also had uh, uh, Wing Commander. Yeah. I did play Wing Commander a little <laughs> bit. I didn't really know what the hell I was doing at that age. <laughs> no. Mike, no. it's got a thing. I don't know. What, <laughs> what do I do? I don't know the buttons. Sid Meier's. Look, look at when it came out. It was it was a new game when it was put on. The- <laughs> yeah. You had to put multiple discs in and, like, insert disc two. How many discs are there for Windows? 84. Holy shit. So I'm going to be here all day. <laughs> you have um, Sid Meier's Civilization. That was a new oh, one yeah. that was entered this year. Uh, Ms. Pac-Man finally got her due, as well as the Ocarina of Time. And DDR itself, Dance Dance Revolution. No matter how you feel about that game, It deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for gaming. Because that's how Gary Busey exercises. I did not know that, but okay. Yes. I'll fucking know. Let's all think about Gary Busey for just one moment. Just playing Dance Dance Revolution. I need that as a gif. I don't don't think he he lets Can I set my alarm to a gif of Gary Busey playing Dance Dance Revolution? I'm sure there's one somewhere, but... Comment what? below. Comment below. Just send or it to me. Okay? Or right there. Contact us the team. Right here. No. <laughs> or you could just contact us right here yeah. if you have a, a gif of Gary Busey <laughs> dancing. Yeah. In some way. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but my end segment idea is essentially what modern video game can you see being amongst that class of being the Hall of Fame model. Like, what modern game I would put in there off the top of my head? Fable? Uh, Dark Souls. Ooh, yes. Dark Souls. Now, the Dark original, Souls? Like, Dark Souls? Yeah. Not, not well, Demon Souls. Fuck that game. I mean, a lot of people, that's where the Souls franchise started, yeah, man. All right, put it in just as a posthumous mention. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that game. <laughs> You know, yeah, Dark Souls, you got to have, have them. And the, the latest yeah. one is really good. I can see Elden Ring, you know, in the Ooh. future being admitted. Oblivion. Oh, dude, which El- one would you, would you, Elder if Scrolls, you had to pick one? The uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, because that really reignited the series. Everyone was like, oh, Bethesda. Yeah. They're going to do it like, oh, oh. But it was really good, and it 
It, well, I remember you playing Marowin a lot more, uh, like a lot more than, uh, or not Marowin, uh, uh, Oblivion rather, a lot more than you played Marowin. And yeah, obviously I Skyrim's been out for like fucking fifty years by now, it's so everybody's played a lot of it. They're ever gonna have ever. I think. Yeah, it's just gonna be Skyrim in the future. They just started one, so uh, maybe in a decade or two, like the Grand Theft Auto games. Exactly. 10, 20 years. Although there's a rumor that we're going to see a trailer soon mm-hmm. or an announcement yeah. trailer to where you're just going to get not for that online some cheesy 80s music, a uh, flash of a uh, Miami beach, maybe even just water with a logo. And then that's going to be the trailer that's going to be blowing up the fucking scene. Fucking time it right now at whatever the goddamn podcast is. And then you can say, yes, Matt, man, you were right. Because, I mean, announcement trailers are usually shit. 50 minutes, 41, 2, 3, 4, 5, So, we have our point. But another one I would really see in there is uh, along that Dark Souls vein, but because of pop culture and how good of a fucking game it was, I could see the Fallen Order as well as uh, the... Old Republic MMO uh, being in there because the Old Republic, obviously, 10-year-old fucking game. They're increasing the graphics. They're still pumping out fucking content like it's goddamn candy. They're still invested as a Bioware game, and it's still fucking doing good. So I have to imagine the Old Republic being, you know, inducted into that Hall of Fame sometime. Yeah, at some point. They'll get around to it when it's classic enough. I mean, I could also see, like, some of the shooters, like PUBG, um, Modern Warfare. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Got, you know, some of those first. iconic shooters being in there. But PUBG, what? for what it was, and really, it made Battle Royale really popular. Because I say P- PUBG. I don't say Player Unknown Battlegrounds. That is the official title of the fucking game, right. well, but you know it is PUBG. Yeah, so I can see that just in that put revolutionary in status. There, if you put PUBG in there, there's so many games that I think, how did that thing make it in here before that, those all? Well, yeah. Insert game here, right over here at the comment, uh, comment contact us section. Exactly. Let me know what goddamn game that we missed because there's a lot of really what good games. What would you like to see added? Before PUBG. Because I would tell you this, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, I would see on that list just from how good that fucking goddamn game is and for how uh, true it is to the story and everything like that and just how great it is, how the amazing the gameplay is and fun it is. The narrative is just some of the best comic material ever. I can really see a lot of comic book games like... Batman Arkham Asylum. I could see that in the Hall of Fame. I could see a lot of stuff really getting solid grounds in the future, especially not just because of the graphical content, but the quality of the content, if I'm going to kind of, I guess, paraphrase Dr. King. Anyway, we'll end off with the thank yous. With Mark Gervais, Moisel Robinson, Tyler Coleman, Matthew Kennedy, and you, Loyal Walljanger, for liking, commenting, and overall supporting the podcast. And, of course, it is a long drawn-out goodbye. I am your host, Matthew Bugrell the Batman. We have Link Diablo, Hero of Time, as well as Big Brother Stephen Bugrell, producer. And until next time, we love you, we miss you, we want to see you next week. I gotta pee, we'll see you next weekend. Bye-bye. Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. George Perez, comic book artist legend. Passed at the age of 67 and really young. That's a nice go. He had his go in a lot of uh, stuff like, you know, X-Men, Avengers, uh, also Wonder Woman, Batman, big proponent of revitalizing the Justice League, Superman. Like, George Perez is just a comic book legend. The Just Us League? Yeah. And uh, we lost him, man. So, George Perez, RIP, that's a fucking...
It's a big bucket of win, though, man. For 67, for you to be able to, you know, pump out all this content that's now extremely popular. I got it. But, um, you know, George Perez, he just had this art style. There's a bunch of different uh, pictures below, below, too. Yeah, you got Beast jumping there. Ooh, and okay. Stan the Man introducing him as their latest, newest avenging member. Teen Titans, Wonder Woman, um, when they rebooted Wonder Woman. There you go. George Perez all over that, especially that extremely questionable. Uh, that one there. <laughs> not for odd Finger, sorry she's for odd a, finger placement, but she's a slave or something. She's got, <laughs> she's got captured. She has them right where she wants them, and she's about to he's lay the smackdown. Fucking like brass she's, spike she's, knuckles, though. You know, uh, justice. <laughs> justice. Yeah, it's more like uh, justice. Oops. Mm. But that's what happens when you don't say justice. I mean, Superman. So many different iconic splash pages that we've seen in a whole bunch of, like, the nerdy media recently and everything that's been going on. Like, from the CW-verse with the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths with here, you know, there were different... It was a different person dying. It wasn't Supergirl straight out of it. But there's, like, different iconic pages that George Perez has made that are key moments in anything. Like, one, boom, Thanos right here, man. In Infinity Gauntlet. George Perez, we would not have Infinity War or Endgame without George Perez. Okay. His art stylings just influenced ev- a lot of stuff in the MCU to where we've yet to see Mephisto. But Thanos, obviously, we have seen. And RIP to a great man. This guy just but had this Festo? fucking... Whatever I'm picturing, it's not that. No. It's not that. No. One but thing that is it could be amazing like this next story because Doctor Strange into in the multiverse of madness scores the largest domestic opening of twenty twenty two box office. That's what happens when you say you're gonna release a movie and then you do it. Yeah. For real. You know, um, like there was a, a movie about this this widow. Was, I don't remember then <laughs> yeah, a know, Russian you released it a Russian you know? spy widow like this wouldn't be as popular if you said no. you're gonna release it then you said you delayed it like four years it'd be like you're still here Doctor Strange's sequel brought in over 200 million dollars domestically uh, that'll buy you some cupcakes uh, definitely buy you a new pair of sneakers man and we saw it. Nobody we got to worry about for fucking spoilers. So, you know, I mean, I love Doctor Strange. It was awesome. It was an awesome movie. Now, I said I asked this question to everybody that has told me they watched Doctor Strange, and I said, "Now, is it? Were you like? I have one comment. Blown away like you were when you saw Spider Man No Way Home? Because No Way Home, after watching that, that was like you're shook. You're like." That was the best fucking Spider-Man, maybe even Marvel movie I've ever fucking seen. I didn't get that feeling. But everything that I saw in it, and now even having this was, gestation period, there's a lot of stuff I fucking I, I think love. I was, I was, uh, I was just, I like this one just as much as that one. This one was really good. I like Doctor Strange just as much as I like uh, the uh, Spider-Boy. Okay. I mean, I like right? Spider-Man better, but then again, Spider-Man was my, like, out of Marvel, that was my hero I clung to because of the animated series. I loved that fucking show growing yeah. up. So I have that kind of, um, you know, sentimental got, bond to it's it. It's got multiple Doctor uh, Stranges. It's got multiple. The fucking it's, it's Illuminati. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, or the Suicide and Squad done right. who doesn't <laughs> like string cheese? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Fucking, I asked my my beer guy at Giant, I asked him, and I was like, hey, man, out of the Illuminati, who was your favorite death? And he was like, oh. Everybody gives me that grunt. Like, oh. Um, one valet at my work, he did, and he was like, ah, you know what, man? I got to go with Black Bolt. Yeah. The guy at my work is like, well, Black Bolt, but also, fucking, Mr. Fantastic. 
I was yeah. like, man, string cheese never looked so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good though. Um, and then I would, but then I count, I countered that with the one that really breaks your heart is Professor X. Yeah, yeah. Like, no! No! That's in a different universe, though. Yeah. He had to go to a different universe to see. So, Captain they could fucking cast Carter, though, getting cut in half. Yeah, that 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 uh, that was. Ooh. They that were just hurt. That's where they hurt. really fucking yeah. nailed that horror scene. And there, there was that one moment in the beginning. Since we're jumping around. Um, where she's outside of the Magic City in not mm-hmm. Tibet. Because then you'd have a problem with the Chinese audience. Yeah, so it Magic was totally not City, Tibet. Not Maybe Nepal. Tibet. It was Nepal. In fact, it, it doesn't say it on screen, but you, if you can imagine it, a, to, a city not Tibet. Yeah, not Tibetan not city. Not Tibet city. It it's, could have been an fact, ancient Chinese they called city. It. It's not Tibet city. It could have been an ancient Chinese city on a mountain. You didn't know. I tell you, this is one thing that seriously annoyed me the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Why is it his cape even? It's <laughs> on one shoulder and then it's not on the other. Even that fucking thing out. What's wrong with you? It's to do with the levitation, actually. You know, you you end up spinning in a circle if actually yeah. if the shoulders are, are even. So you got to have one a little bit more than the other. Yeah, no, that's stupid. I don't oh, agree with that. That, that annoyed fuck- me the whole <laughs> That is fucking time. stupid. Like, uh, the what, fucking what necromancy, what? though. Oh, my fucking God. With the, di- the yeah, zombie yeah, strange? I'm like, when he buried that guy, I'm like, we're going to see him later. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's, there's more. more. You know, and then the fucking third eye at the end i looked into it on my comic sites and they're saying that in the original doctor strange material what that was is his way of actually repelling the dark arts oh okay so i could see them eventually doing that with him especially with uh clea the woman uh, charlie's theron from the old uh, from uh, old the old guard network? on netflix she's on as clea as like a you know she's like, uh, she's related to Dormammu, but, you know, not a dick. I got no idea who the hell you're talking Dormammu's the baddie from the first Doctor Strange. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. And then he gets stuck in oh, that the, fucking paradox the, loop. The guy in the... the yeah, uh, the alternate Illuminati dimension. Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Clea, at the end of the movie... Uh, Clea, she ends up meeting Doctor Strange. He pops open his third eye. She's like, all right, we're ready. So I think the third Doctor Strange movie, we've got some even it's, deeper it's, magic. We're in yeah, like at least like we're at least like chest deep magic waters here. Yeah, you know? it's looking it's looking good. It's it's really looking good with Doctor get Strange, some, and then uh, you can still get him in the rest of the universe, like with Moon Knight, because with the season finale of Moon Knight, just having Egyptian gods, Norse gods, like fucking Greek gods. There's a fucking gods everywhere. Okay. A whole bunch of gods. That's cool. Um, last one in the folder. Like and subscribe below if you happen to think you are a god. Yeah, we we'd love, love you to you. listen. Yeah, or if you're just someone who likes us, we have you in the Zoom box. <clears throat> not in studio. One. Um, for security purposes, not in studio. Um, but Ahsoka Rosario Dawson let a little leak out here that Ahsoka Tano is starting pre-production. So, uh, at the very end of it, they have a picture of the uh, chair that says Ahsoka. And it, I have seen it loads up in a sec. Uh, I think slightly above that. Or it doesn't. <coughs> but uh, there it is. There. So, I've seen a, a, a meme. And it, it, was, it was this picture. And then below it was that screen right there blown up and then that one woman who's squinting and pointed over with the glasses and she's looking at it there were to where they're actually trying to see like hang on where where are you at what play is that is that tattooing where are we what are we doing there it, like, it does it, it looks like a tattooing like you know or it could be like a space cloud with two mo- uh, two suns you know what i mean <clears throat> There's or just it like, could be the inside of a ship. Exactly. Like, or it could be three screens displaying 
nothing, nothing to do with it at all. Do with it in <laughs> just to fucking troll people and be like, hang on, what is that? No, no, that? we the, have software. You, you don't think someone over at the Mickey Mouse house said, hey, what's on in the screen in the background? Nah, you're fine. Is you're that fine. important? No, okay, then you can keep it. Like, yeah, they got people for that. You know, it's just like Fun a fucking tears or whatever. A background that you'll barely even notice. But I'm excited they're actually releasing, or you know, they're they're starting pre-production on this because Ahsoka is going to be a really good show. Um, you have uh, the Burge Anger page right here, which means we're. About ready to start the show because we want you to like and subscribe. Hit that like button, subscribe below. Right above my head over there is going to be the very best Purjangers and Wallhangers video for you. And right above our cardboard, Kelly, will be every single Triforce podcast in a playlist. And of course, the podcast doesn't end until we hear our main man, Connor. Bye bye. Bye.